Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hey, Brad, you remember a couple weeks ago when I was complaining about Disney improving the My Disney Experience app? Yeah. They did it. Well, I, I, it's about time. <laughs> I mean, I, clearly everyone at the company is responsible for listening to our podcast, sure, right? Sure, Oh, yeah. So it would only make sense that then that they would that they would pay attention and, and make changes based on it, right? Uh, I, I would assume that all changes are made based on our podcast. So Disney has added walking directions to the My Disney Experience app. So basically, from wherever you are in any Disney park, you can get directions to a specific attraction. And there is a list of walking directions as well as a map that will use your device location to give you directions to any uh, any attraction you want to go to. I think the perfect example of why this is a good thing is the fact that at Hollywood Studios, to get to Pixar Place, um, you can go to the right of the Great Movie Ride and walk behind it and get right into Pixar Place. Yeah. And I, I don't think a lot of people realize that. How do, how do people get into Pixar Place? Go all the way around by the Backlot Express. What? I mean, I see lots of people doing that. Wow, that's like a really... I, I... Well, but and here's but there the, is no there is no signage at all in Hollywood Studios that says you can get to Pixar Place by walking just to the right of the Great Movie Ride and and turning you know left. It looks like a place where the bathroom would be from that promenade right in front of the Great Movie Ride. That looks like where the bathroom would be. See, I guess to me it doesn't seem that way, but but I've done it so many times that maybe it just seems natural. And so, yeah, because I looked at I looked at this thing, and I'm like, well, it's cool that they're adding this functionality, but I don't really know that I have. It doesn't really have a lot of use for me, you know. Well, sure, me and you know our way pretty much to everything, right? I mean, I could I could sit here and tell you how to get from Tomorrowland to Splash Mountain just off the top of my head, right? But the thing is that we. Or at least I know I often fail to remember that most people, the the vast majority of normal people, people, yes, normal people, don't go to Disney nearly as much as what I do or we do, and don't do as much studying before you go to Disney to know all of these little things and to have looked at the maps and be aware of where all this stuff is, and trying to you know even when you have the little deal that tells you where you are on the map, mm -hmm. that doesn't always particularly mean that you're going to be able to figure out how to get from point a to point b and yeah i think like i said to me pixar place is probably a great example of that because now that you say that i can i can kind of understand that you might not realize that that whole thing connects back there whereas to me that's like of course it does here's my embarrassing uh <laughs> here's my embarrassing admission about that the first two times i went to walt disney world i never went to pixar place did not know that it was back there because I didn't I would hit the uh, streets of America and Muppet Vision and stuff and I would never go back far enough to see that Pixar Place was there because you could even go to Lights Motors Action and not really if you weren't looking for it see that Pixar Place was there right so I did not know Pixar Place was there or where it was I guess I knew it was there because I knew Toy Story Midway Mania was there but I didn't know where it was until the third time I went to Walt Disney World and that's when I knew that's when I found out that it's basically behind the great movie ride so see you were you were being a a normal guest yes yeah 
and, and being totally unaware of everything. That was before that's I, I had an unhealthy obsession with going to Disney World all the time. Yeah. Well, and looking at the, you know, I, I took a little bit of time and looked at a few directions, and I really like the way these directions are laid out, too. Because yeah. they're laid out, you know, like, uh, so I, I just punched in to go from the, um, what do they call that thing? It's the Academy of Television, the, the little plot where all the, the busts are, right? Right. So to go from there to uh, Toy Story Midway Mania, you know, it's it tells you to head northwest on Echo Lake toward Echo Lake, pass by the lake on the right. So you're not going to start walking towards Star Tours because that would put the lake on the left. Right. You know, and then it's turn left onto Mickey Avenue, pass by Voyage of the Little Mermaid on the right. Again, telling me what side something's going to be, make sure that I turned the correct way. And then it's like, at the face painting kiosk, continue on to Pixar Place, mm-hmm. yeah. and Destination will be on the right. And so I, I like that it's, you know, that they're not just, they're taking advantage of being in an area where they know what what is there. Right, exactly what is there. To give you, to give you uh, waypoints that you can use, rather than just, you know, walk 31 feet and then... You know, your phone's going to buzz at you, which I mean, essentially is how is is how walking directions work with Google a lot. Right. You know, it'll just your phone's going to buzz, buzz. And that tells you it's time to follow the next direction or whatever. Right. So that is that is really cool. Um, Try telling it to take you from Expedition Everest to Toy Story Midway Mania. Okay. it'll tell you how to get out of Disney's Animal Kingdom, where the bus stop is. And then once you arrive at Hollywood Studios how to get to whatever attraction that you're going to. So it will even go through different parks and it'll do, it'll give you, if it's an option, it'll give you how to take the bus, how to take the monorail and how to take the boats. So it's not just between different attractions in the same park. It is between any two waypoints in the whole resort. So, so here's a question. At what point does this start becoming a way to, uh normalize traffic because i'm thinking like there there are certain areas um so even within the parks you know as we as we brought up with with uh pixar place there are multiple ways to get there but especially when you start dealing with transportation so think about you know if you were at the transportation and ticket center and you're and you want to know how to get to the haunted mansion Mm -hmm. essentially you can take the monorail or you can take the ferry right Right. So maybe if the monorails are kind of crazy, maybe it starts telling you to take the ferry or vice versa. It it gives you uh, the time it's going to take on each on each uh, mode of transportation. Oh, so you can just decide which one works better yeah. for you. So I just did Expedition Everest to Big Thunder Mountain Railroad because those two parks are pretty much as far apart as you can get. Right. And it said 56 minutes to take the bus and 75 minutes to take the monorail. And, you know, obviously you'd have to go to the TTC and then hop on the monorail to go to the Magic Kingdom, yeah, which, which is, is going to take longer. Which is the thing, because you're going to have all those extra transfers involved. Right. Hmm. But, yeah, it will tell you which is the shortest route. But now does... I, I, I guess it's dynamically, you know, seeing... Well, but... I would assume that it's dynamically trying to, you know, use the time of day and stuff to to tell you which is going to be longer. But they have no way to tell who's on a bus, how many people are on a bus, how many people are waiting. As far as I know, they have not made the bus stops RFID enabled. Right. So, yeah. I don't don't know how they would know for sure that you're in a bus or waiting for a bus. And that's one thing that I was wondering, because I was looking at directions between two attractions and two parks. 
And I noticed that it said, you know, like bus comes every 20 minutes. So that, that 56 minutes, I'm like, okay, so what speed are you assuming that people are walking? Are you assuming that the bus is there when they get there? Um, because that's another, you know, like if you're unlucky enough to walk up right as the bus pulls off, well, that's 20 minutes, right? right? Or if you're unlucky to not fit on the bus that comes. Right. But at the same time, if you're lucky enough to get there right as the bus pulls up. So I, I'm kind of trying to figure out, because I know, you know, especially like with, with wait times, historically, Disney always tries to, tries to you know, be very uh, conservative with their wait times, I guess. So they'll say it's a 30-minute wait. In reality, you're probably not going to wait a full 30 minutes. Right. Uh, assuming everything continues running normally. But, you know, the idea there, of course, being if it takes you 28 minutes, then you're happy because it took you two minutes less. Whereas if they'd have told you it was 27 minutes and it took you one minute longer, you'd be upset. Right. They're, so e- they're over promise or I guess under promising and over delivering, even if if only by a minute. Right. So so I wonder that, like I said, I just wonder how much how those uh, how those times are, are calculated. And then I'm also wondering, so like if you're at the contemporary, right, you they they have those uh, they have those digital signs now that tell you when the next bus is going to be there. Yeah. So as that expands, I wonder if at some point the app starts telling you, you know, so you want to go from Expedition Everest to Toy Story Mania. Well, here's here's the way it goes. And when you get to this bus, the next bus is going to arrive at this time. And then the next, you know, this is the Mm -hmm. schedule the buses are on right now. Well, and I know like at colleges, like at SFA where I went, they have uh, an app you can use and you can see where the buses are that'll take you around the campus. And I think uh, I think places like A&M have that too, but you you can use the app and see exactly where the buses are. And if Disney starts to implement that kind of thing, then they can tell you exactly when you're going to be picked up by the bus. Yeah, I you know, and I think they probably already have that, at least internally. Yeah. I just wonder if that will ever be like do you ever want that to face external, you know? Right. So I'm I'm having a thought right now about them exposing how long it actually takes to get from park to park. Like, I'm just wondering if you are a person who's never been to Disney before and you're just saying, I want to go from Animal Kingdom to Magic Kingdom and you put that into the app and it says it's going to take you an hour. Like, does that negatively affect the guest because i don't i i know that i have never considered how long it's going to take me to get to another park that's just like okay we're going to go somewhere it's going to take a little bit of time but i like it's shocking to think that it would take me an hour to get out of animal kingdom and into the magic kingdom okay but But i guess it does yeah and and here's the thing you say that you've never experienced that but let me tell you when you will experience that is when you have a fast pass or a dining reservation that you have to uh, yeah. make at that other park. And then you become acutely aware of it because <laughs> like, then you're on the bus and you're like stressing. You're like, how long does it take? Cause right. we've got that, that it starts in like five minutes. We're supposed to be there. And, and we're on this stupid bus and you know, then you're trying to figure out, okay, so do I need to call the reservation line? Cause I've been there. And so I can see it being somewhat of a, I guess of a shock to people to, to finally know that, realistically that's what you're going to have to expect but then i can also see a big advantage there to if if you happen to look at as long as you happen to look at it early enough in the day going oh wow we need to set aside an hour to make sure that we make our reservations at crystal palace 
because we decided to come to Animal Kingdom at the beginning of the day, but we've got these reservations, you know, at lunch or dinner or whatever. Right. So we need to make sure we're leaving Animal Kingdom an hour before that reservation starts. And then you you feel a lot, I, or at least for me, I know I would feel a lot more comfortable because I would know that I was going to get there on time, you know? Yeah. And I just looked, it does, it will give you directions. Like I, I typed in Expedition Everest to California Grill, and it will give you directions to restaurants. So you could ostensibly see, okay, it's going to take us an hour to get to dinner from where we are. So we're going to have to, you know, plan accordingly. Right. And now, to me, the biggest the the biggest advantage for for me as somebody who goes to Disney quite a bit, and the the thing that I could see myself using this app for, or you know, using this aspect of this app, because I use the dis you know the My Disney Experience app for all sorts of things while I'm there, but using these walking directions specifically for you can go into the map app, click on restrooms, ah. get the restrooms displayed. Click on the one closest to you and get directions to that restroom. That is huge to me. That's nice. I know that sounds crazy, but that is huge to me. I need some when you gotta find a restroom, you gotta find a restroom. And while I know where I know how to get from one attraction to another attraction, I don't always know where the closest restroom is to a specific attraction or, you know, like I'm in the middle of the world showcase and I know there's gotta be a restroom around here, but Right exactly where that is who knows for sure and exactly how to like the best way to get there right because you could end up with a you know jeremy at at hollywood studios not knowing how to get to uh not knowing how to get to toy story midway mania and go way the long way around so 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 i wonder you know what they need to add they need to go full street view with this and they need to have uh pictures especially at the at the at what is going to be where you arrive at because I'm looking at the restroom things and I'm and I'm like I really like this I really like the way this is set up the one thing the restroom data doesn't have is a photo of what that re- cuz some of those restrooms are kind of hidden so Google what they're using is Google Maps for all of this so they're using Google Maps and Google said that they were street view you know they were doing Street View for Disney parks. You know, I remember us talking about that and seeing the photos and stuff. So I guess they could integrate that pretty easily. There, uh, you know, Street View is just a just a regular piece of the Google Maps API. So they could start doing that once Google finalizes the Street View stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I just that's that's one thing. That's that's one plus I would like to see because I like. Again, a lot of the restrooms are really easy to find. There are a couple of them, though, that are kind of like you walk around this one corner or something or, you know, and it can be a little bit difficult to find. But at the same time, if you if you get me in the ballpark, I'm probably good to go. And those are the ones you want to go to. Right. Yeah. Because no, because <laughs> I guess I guess. Yeah. So. So is that a downside? Are, are the are the secret restrooms now? But I, I guess they've been on the app the whole time. But now people can actually get walking directions. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the, the transit times. So again, we're, you know, I'm just typing in random stuff. So I wanted to look at what the restroom directions look like. So I ended up with going from Jock Lindsay's to the restrooms in Germany, which I don't, <laughs> I, if you if you ever find yourself at Jock Lindsay's needing to the restroom, that's probably not your best bet. That is a really inefficient route to a bathroom. It, it really is. But yeah, but bus transit from from point a to point b is going to take you 64 minutes that is just that just seems like a lot yeah so i mean park hop twice in one day and that there goes two hours of your day yeah so 
Yeah, I I wonder I wonder how that could affect people um long term. But yeah, overall I think I think this is really cool. And honestly, when I first heard about it, I was like, "Eh, that's that's real nice and everything." But again, the more that I look at it, the more I can actually see some some use cases. And and when I say that, I say I mean, I see use cases for me. I definitely see use cases for for people who aren't as I guess experienced with the park, you know? Mhm. Yeah, I think it's definitely because it can be frustrating as someone who has taken someone who's never been to a Disney park before. It can be frustrating for someone who's never been there and a little bit intimidating to say like, you know, you can just go out on your own if you want to and have them just be really kind of intimidated about not being able to find anything. So that would be a good way to go to, to be like, you know, if you want to get up early tomorrow morning and go and do something on your own, you can get very specific directions to where you want to go. Yeah. So and so the, somebody who's never been there before, I think this is a really, really nice addition. Yeah. So I guess the next question is, what 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 uh what feature are you going to tell Disney parks that they need to do now? Since since they've since clearly they're listening to you and and updating stuff when you tell them to update. <laughs> I mean, we, we can't just, if you have this amazing power, we can't just leave it here, can we? I want I want them to monitor where I'm at in the parks and give me specific deals and fast passes and stuff to get me to move around. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're still being all creepy about that stuff. I, yeah, sure. <laughs> I want creep creep on me. Oh. They have so much information about me already anyway. You, you just, basically, you just want to get something back out of all the information they have? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, at least let me benefit from all the information you're you're mining anyway. So, so one other thing that I could see being really useful with this app, if they come up and I and I doubt that it has this right now, though I haven't tried routing it at at the time in order to check this. But if they had some way of giving you routes uh, during parades, ah, because that is that is still a difficult thing. Even even if you're experienced in the parks, if you try to go from the wrong place to the wrong place at the wrong time, uh, good luck. You know, yeah, you're gonna hit all that ground tape. Uh huh. And <laughs> you can't cross because this is going on. You know, because it's three o'clock. And what are you doing trying to walk in front of the three o'clock parade? Yeah, that would be interesting. I, I how would how would they do that though? I don't know. I I mean, you'd have to. You'd almost have to have like some sort of thing that says the parades happen from here to here, and so don't send people this way. Yeah. But again, Disney Disney has a lot of that data. We we assume about what the congestion looks like. I guess. Yeah. Um. So it would be it would be interesting to see if they you know start looking at ways to route around that stuff. But I, yeah, I would be shocked if this is not step 1 in a multi-step process to uh you know like you were saying earlier, maybe even guide people to take a different mode of transportation. Like have a little pop-up that says, "Hey, why don't you try taking the ferry?" You know, like it's fun to to kind of try to relieve the congestion on the monorails or or something because those monorails especially at the Magic Kingdom station get crazy. Yeah. Yeah, well, and and here's the thing. This this app still doesn't tell you all the ways because Jock Lindsay's to the Germany bathrooms. It's always telling me that I should go to the to the front. What it doesn't tell me is that I could jump on the bus to the Yacht and Beach Club and then ride the ferry to the International Gateway and then from the International Gateway. See, see, it doesn't know them all just yet. <laughs> and that's and that's probably two hundred minute, you know, yeah. route. <laughs> but gosh darn it, it, it should tell me that's a possibility. It may have ruled that out as. Asinine. <laughs> <laughs>
But clearly, clearly the most fun way to get from that's that's going to be my new thing is Jock Lindsay's hangar bar to the Germany bathrooms. The most fun way. The most fun way. Although, if you have to go to the bathroom, is there really any fun way? The quick. The, uh, if you have to go, the quick way is the fun <laughs> way. <laughs> the most fun would be the fastest. That's for sure. right. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. And you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. Head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Uh, It really helps out with spreading the show around. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, have a magical day. (laughs) 